Welcome back to The Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And this is our weekly segment called The Five Minute Pick Me Up, where we hopefully, pray tell, motivate you for the week to come. So we wanted to talk today about the weekend that we had. As what with, a weekend. What a weekend. Oh, what a world. Sweet December 1963. I'm surprised that we both guessed 63 because I don't remember that that's... that's the, the song is called 1963. I oh, think it's called it Could be 68 for all I know. Good year. Wasn't born back then. Yeah. No, but alas. Obviously. Uh, uh, but no, the reason why we wanted to talk about the day that we had yesterday is because, as it often happens, the most fun and exciting and memorable things happen when you least expect it. And actually, there's some lessons learned from the day that we had. So we ended up getting an invite from an NYU student that Sergey mentors a couple days ago for an event that was going on. On all day Saturday, and actually, to be honest with you, Sergey, when when I saw the email, I said two things: one, I'm definitely going to go to this because I love this guy; two, eh, it's Saturday afternoon, I'm probably not going to stay that long. <laughs> right. But we ended up being there how long? Four hours? Yeah, we were there basically the entire day. It was from one to six. Uh, it was kind of a brunch event, and I was skeptical that it was going to be a packed house, but it really was. And we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the serendipitous things that happened at the event, but also how maybe it wasn't all so serendipitous. It was actually very planned and well executed by this entrepreneur that invited me. I think it was a good example of what happens behind the scenes to make a really effective event. So this gentleman was approached to help organize this event basically three weeks ago. And a lot of things had to kind of come together for it to happen and for it to be successful. One of them is obviously he had to find a venue. Uh, luckily, he has a company, uh, he's actually been on the show, that uh, helps musicians get booked at venues all over New York City. And uh, he knows actually a lot of venues and owners. And so that was relatively easy. He connected with one that he knew relatively well. And uh, the guy agreed very quickly. The bar is called Leave Rochelle Out of It. And it's actually... Oh, Sergey, you, you just broke the one rule. I broke the one. I left, put her in it. Uh, <laughs> Rochelle, the bar is actually a cool bar in Lower East Side, owned by this guy named Brett. The founder that invited me to the event knew him because, like Vadim said, he books venues for a company called Gig Finesse. And the bar venue, you would think, actually, if you're just walking by on the street that... Uh, looks like some sort of private event. How do you get access to a bar like that? But this guy Mira is seen as an organizer and he knows these venue owners and he understands that they need to fill the space at certain times of the week. So he actually got the space for free. He also saw it as an opportunity to ultimately promote his own clothing line as well. Uh, and so he thought, let's make this event fun, have it be dynamic, have a lot of things going on. And one of them is he had his clothing line there that people could check out and actually make purchases around. And it was an opportunity for him to grow awareness around his brand. But the cool part was actually how he managed to, A, get a bunch of people there and continuously stay there throughout the day. How did he do that, Sergey? So first of all, partnerships were key here. The person that approached Mayor to run this event actually runs a vodka company. So that person who was going to be launching and showcasing their vodka at the bar had a lot of incentive to bring their own people out. And all that Mir, the organizer, had to do was basically to nudge them and say, hey, get a list of people going, send me the list of names as a way to remind him to get his own people out there. Interestingly enough, actually, I spoke to the guy who runs the vodka company. And I don't know if you know this, but in New York, if you want to be showcasing an event like this at a bar that people want to go to, you actually have to get a certain minimum of 
dollars spent at the bar that you have to hit. Otherwise, you have to pay the difference yourself to the bar owner just for the privilege of being there and specifically have that money spent on the vodka itself. And in most examples, you actually have to clear thousands of dollars worth of bar tab. And if you don't, you have to actually pay the difference as the brand that wants to be in there. So that was pretty interesting. There's, there's no such thing as a free lunch, although there are ways to host events for free, but we can talk about that in another episode. So you had a clothing line that was being promoted there. You had a vodka that was being promoted there. It was also a charity event, so people were incentivized to buy this vodka because a certain percentage of the sales went to charity. But also, it was really cool when Mir talked to you about how he got other people there flowing through for the rest of the day. From what I understand, he was actually texting his friends and people in his network every hour or so to get the flow of people pretty consistent throughout the four or five hours the event was running. Yeah, you don't want there to be a, you know one hour, nobody there, and another hour, super packed. So he, he had to sort of be mindful of that and try to get people in waves. And by the time we were there for later in the afternoon, the bar was packed for hours. And by the way, another thing that helped is this bar. It was really beautiful outside yesterday. It was in the 60s. People walking around bar hopping. This bar is in a corner street. And so when you walk by, the windows were open and the air was flowing through and it was kind of like a cool open venue. And so people saw as, as other people were in there, more people came in. It's kind of like if you walk by a restaurant and you see a bunch of people there, you're more likely to go in than if it's empty. Same idea here. It got bigger and bigger and more exciting, and I think it ended up being a great event for everybody involved. And another thing that he did as an organizer that was really cool to see, and all best event organizers know you have to do this, is anytime somebody walked into the bar that he knew or that he invited, he made sure to come up to them to make them feel welcome, to thank them for coming to the event, and maybe even introduce them to somebody that was there. And I was inspired by this too, actually. And so when I met one entrepreneur at this event that was a guy who has a juice company, and I, I actually saw the guy that runs the vodka company there, I introduced them to each other, basically saying, hey, maybe you guys can make a big drink together. It was kind of a joke, but they actually did exchange information there. And I guarantee you, with the way this event was orchestrated and all the different partnerships that were leveraged to make it happen, they definitely cleared that bar minimum that the vodka company had to meet. So all in all, it was a very successful event. Part of the reason why we wanted to talk to you guys about events is there's a lot of studies now being done and research that's coming out that says that overall people are lonelier. And generally because of the internet, maybe because of all these apps, not even just for dating, but for meeting professionals, less people are meeting in person. There's less of a community feel. It's actually why, for example, I know a friend that goes to kind of a progressive church here in the city, and that church gets hundreds and hundreds of people to come every single Sunday because it's young people there. And really also because there's not that many things going on where you can meet a lot of people, right? But these events uh, can be wonderful. Not only can make you feel better because you're around other people, but you're meeting new people. That's how new opportunities come about. Obviously, for the organizers, it's even better because you're expanding your credibility. You know, Mir definitely solidified his relationship even more with everybody involved here, from the bar owner to the uh, other friends that were visiting the event that maybe were promoting their own companies to the vodka company gentlemen, everybody involved. So, All in all, it's always great, I feel like, to find an excuse to do an in-person event, and we urge you to try to become the organizer. You know, it's kind of like if you want to hang out with friends. If you complain all the time, why don't your friends invite me out? Then you're just going to be sad. Or you can be proactive and just be the organizer and invite your friends out. Same thing here. If you want to be uh, more involved in in-person communities in whatever city or town you live, then maybe you should try to be the organizer and see what kind of people you can get together and what you can make happen. That's it for the five-minute pick-me-up for this week. We will see you later on this week on Wednesday with the amazing entrepreneur Jillian Morris of Hitlist app. You're not going to want to miss that episode. We'll see you on Wednesday.